What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Central Virginia Sport Performance Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jay DeVeo, and today I am fired up to welcome a face that many of all have seen at the seminar, a person who's been a super addition to the great underrated, underappreciated, I'll say too, strength and conditioning colleagues that we have here in the Atlantic 10, GW's Eric Guthrie, Big E, man. Appreciate you taking the time with us today. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me on. It's an honor. Yeah, man. Well, listen, you know, we get the opportunity to catch up and, and chop it up quite a bit. But I think that the one thing that I want to make sure that we we talk about today and, and we start bouncing these ideas back and forth with people, um, especially this time of year, right, is building out not just our programs and like the systems of training, but looking at how you know, people in management are building out their department. I think because so many of us in these single sport positions really get, you know, like the horse blinders on and are only thinking about running this lap as fast as we can. Where if we talk with people in management positions, we might be missing the forest for the trees when it comes to some, maybe not existential things or exterior things, but some things that can be really important um, with what we can build and do better for the young people that we get to coach. And, you know, we got the chance to talk a little bit before uh, the game up there at Foggy Bottom about some of the things you were doing. And I'm really excited to dive into this a little deeper today. So before we get too far into it, let's talk a little bit about your position. And then let's get into, you know, kind of what your plan is and how you see things, you know, up there at GW Development. Yeah, so I'm assistant athletic director, director of strength and conditioning here at George Washington. Um, I've been here since December of 2021, um, so about 15 months now. Um, I work directly with men's basketball and women's gymnastics in terms of the day-to-day -day strength and conditioning, but then I over, also oversee the department. Um, we're fortunate in that we have three full-time strength coaches, including myself, and three graduate assistants uh, for our 20 sports um, and effectively 15 uh, teams to train in terms of, you know, some teams train together. So, um, so yeah, so we're fortunate in that none of us have more than three sports directly. Um, and we overlap a little bit here and there with some of our different uh, kind of projects or, or how we operate. But, um, but yeah, so I oversee that. And then um, we're in the process right now of hiring another you know or you know every with our three GAs we have you know turnover every it's a two-year position and so we have uh kind of a, a cycle and so that's kind of what I'm in the thick of right now I've got two two interviews today and have two or three more next week so um kind of that's that's my focus right now is trying to improve our department yeah and improving a department is definitely not just a one-day event it's something that you know, being fortunate enough to be here for 18 years um, and not in like a true managerial role, I've been able to watch some really good directors push this program forward and push our department forward and some things that they've looked at for what at different times sequentially that were important and how they evolved and built things out. Um, but but what I think is really cool is that you kind of hit the ground running 
and the administration is is helping you invest more and build more in this department. So let's talk a bit here about what's E's vision. Where do you see, you know, the department up at Foggy Bottom, where it is now? Where do you see, like your I hate this thing, but like your five year plan, if you will. Like I, I'm really disappointed I use those words. But anyway, um, like your 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 projection of where you want to go, because I think that some of the stuff we talked about, a lot of us can build this. We just don't think we can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's I think it's grand grand visions, you know. You shoot shoot for the moon, end up on the stars or whatever the saying is, but and, and you want to impact more than just the your room that you're in or the team you're working with. And so it's really trying to make strength and conditioning better for the student athletes, for the coaches, but then also for us as, as strength and conditioning professionals. Um, because there's there's just so much we can impact. We can touch every you know aspect. We're the, the ones in the off season. We see that probably the, in many sports, see the athletes more than uh, the sport coaches, I know that's one of the reasons I got into it, um, was, was being able to have that impact more. So there's not one sport I love so much that I was like, oh, I want to work with that or, you know, with the recruiting and with all that of, of being a sport coach, I was like, all right, yeah, strength and conditioning. I get to work with them almost year round and have that impact. Um, for me, starting out as an assistant, and then you jump into a director, um, kind of, of, you know, right place, right time what they were looking for uh administratively um i was fortunate to kind of standing on you know a solid foundation of gw with uh i mean ben kenyon who's speaking this summer at the seminar was here uh, it's kind of like gw is all around in in the field we've been my staff and i were talking about that uh just the other day we got uh adam petway was at gw matt johnson for five years uh, Todd Hammer. So it's like, there's some a good foundation. The house wasn't burning down. And I came in, it just been a, a year plus since we'd had a director. And so my, my goal or my role was kind of create that commander's intent and vision and just kind of guide and have that. All right. I can go fix the Kaiser machine or I can order a new jump mat or timing gates um, to kind of train the way we want to train and, and, and drive performance. Um, which was kind of kind of what we needed, I feel like coming out of coming out of COVID and we had a lot of restrictions and and just getting everyone on the same page. And like uh, one of my first slides on my interviews, Socrates' quote of wisdom begins with the definition of terms. Uh, it's one of my favorites. And so it's like just creating that same language first with us in strength and conditioning, but then also reaching out to athletic training. And then eventually we'll get to the sport, you know, we're trying to pepper that in with the sport coaches and the administrators as well. Um, it's kind of the, the broad vision. Yeah. And the education aspect that you're looking to do with not just the coaches, but the administration is something that pointing the thumb here, bud, like, I've missed the boat on and haven't been good with. I need to be better. And I think that that's something that when you brought that up, made me and Dre kind of look at each other and be like, that's a, that's a really good idea. We need to be better at that. Yeah, we last summer I did uh, the sports performance series 
or perform at school stole that from Nellie at at uh, Penn State um, in terms of naming and it was maybe five or six I just recorded talks and sent it out to the coaches how many watched I don't know but at the least it's it's showing to our administrators like I know they watched it and they're like this is awesome stuff um, and it's honestly selfishly it was just good practice for me to present and like anytime you you know you teach the best way to learn is to teach and so just getting those notes down and and practicing and one of the things we'll we're working on currently is performance academy and so that's the student athlete facing aspect of that um and so it's an opportunity for all of us six strength coaches to kind of take an area and focus on that and then make presentations but then break it down into shorter you know instagram bits or um shorter chunks for the to send to the student athletes and kind of those education pieces because uh, i feel like if you you can talk to them in a lift but the more ways you can uh kind of put that information in front of them hopefully it sinks in would you mind diving into some examples of that because i think that that is something that you know we like to say meet them where they're at we like to say use social media for all these things um but none of us are getting any younger so a lot of it may be a little more challenging to people than they actually think even as simple a time as as we think canva can be or putting a presentation together can be um, what are some strategies and different ways you've used uh, these communication devices to better connect with the kids well we're we have team builder so we send stuff out on there we have teamworks um, as a department as well um but it's really promoting our our inst you know, sports performance Instagram page. I put the GAs in charge of that because they're younger and and better with that, so they kind of take the reins. Um, and we developed a try to map out a strategy there, and it's it's very much in process too, right, Jay? So it's not like I have this whole plan, you know, Wizard of Oz behind the the sheet the the screen, and we're you know dropping little bits in here. We're we're building the plane as we're flying it. Um, and you know it's it's not perfect but all we can do is update and iterate and try to chunk away at it because we're you know you get busy being busy coaching all the you know the duties we have to do daily but it's also trying to keep us on track with hey let's you know make sure we're we're hitting these targets and trying to push these things out every once in a while but in terms of the performance academy um really the the vision with that is to create these presentations chunk them up and then send them out um, directly, but then also kind of promote our, our department as well, um, on some of those things, but like, for example, um, my assistant Chaz Barry, uh, is a foggy bottom legend, but, uh, he's, he made probably a 20 slide presentation on body composition and kind of that, uh, nutrition, uh, aspect. And then I think he got really excited about it because he, he, made some changes and was doing, you know, did a DEXA pre, pre and post this summer. And so it's just a nice way for him to take, take ownership of that area and kind of explain some of the, the simple things that college athletes can do uh, to take ownership of, of those um, aspects. Cause we all know how much it can affect everything you're doing, especially with, for us, we didn't have a dining hall on campus till this fall. And so 
um, that's one of the one of the the challenges we're trying to to overcome here in in DC. That's rough. Although, shout out to Maurice Joseph. One of the best bagel sandwiches you'll ever have <laughs> is right across the street from the Smith Center. So, if you're in a rush for food down there, and I've posted that when we play up there, like yeah. that is one of the hidden gems of the Atlantic Ten. That 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 bagels, the bacon, egg, and cheese, where it's like. I don't know, probably like an inch and a quarter of bacon on a bagel. Um, sensational for my high blood pressure, but it's unbelievable for your taste buds. Well, and that's what our athletes are fueling on. So you can imagine there's a, you know, <laughs> a nice occasional, but not as an everyday uh, uh, training table. So yeah, those are some of the things we're looking at. No, yeah. But I think though, the cool part with that, like you said, you're, you're building the plane as you're flying it here. Um, and I'm going to borrow that. I'll probably have to give you a nickel for every time I say it, but that's an absolutely brilliant it. statement. I stole it probably it, from here or someone anyway. So. <laughs> but when we look at these things, right, understanding not only that you're able to sit in a room with coaches and administrators um, and actually break pieces down and, and kind of give them you know, the low-hanging fruit of information, but also recording it and doing it as a screen grab or whatever, it's evergreen. So you could always have this, like, you could have the conversation with a kid now, and then you can send them a text message with a YouTube clip that says, hey, you know, we were talking about that. We did this too. This might help give you another perspective just to keep the conversation going. I think that that's brilliant. And it's something that I think we've probably all talked about doing at one point or another. Um, but I can tell you, we haven't done well enough here, at least. Yeah, that's the the hope is it, it becomes this like self-propelling machine or like you can build a library of these things year over year. And especially with our GAs rotating in and out, they benefit for them as they then have that, you know, they can put that on their resume or their portfolio in, in job interviews uh, hey, I worked on this. I, I built this. These are the videos I can attach. And like, wow, that's really professional. Or that's like, a, you know, can separate yourself. Uh, but then also for us as a department, we have, you know, like this summer when I do our next round of performance school, I'll have last the five from last year and I can just build off that. I don't have to redo um, those on sport principles, on training principles, uh, mental models, some of the the things we talked about. Um, I can build off of those and, and get deeper into what the sport coaches are looking for. Um, at least that's the hope. Uh, and then try to use those to start discussions and start to try to influence beyond just the work we do in the weight room. So when we talk about influencing beyond the work in the weight room, I think that's also something that's kind of turned into like a cool thing to say, right? A lot of us like looking at the whole wellness aspect and you know the person not the athlete and all those things but you had some legitimate plans and some legitimate things that you guys are building out let's run down that rabbit hole a little bit because again i think that this is something that can help like really get people's minds spinning about ways we can all be better yeah so some of the like you know things we do is like wellness questionnaires that and that I've even come back away from those like 
is it going to change anything we're doing right so like is it and that's a whole nother discussion in terms of technology or like data is it even going to change your training so it's like that's where i'm trying to get to now is really simplifying and pulling back what's actually going to impact what we're doing on the day-to-day but then also the broad so um i like started with some some wellness questionnaires and then i just stopped because i was like ah, i'm not really doing anything with this <laughs> so let me just i'm just going to keep training in the way we're training or you know sometimes you need to compete when you don't feel great you need to, to get the work done when you're not not at your best um I'm doing a little mini project with HRV for training. Um, I was fortunate to be selected as an ambassador this this last year. Um, and so I have five five student athletes um, from various sports. Actually, none of the sports I work with directly, which is kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of what I wanted to be able to, to stay zoomed out from it. And just to kind of see, capture their, their stress levels, their adaptation levels, um, and we just started that in January and have it for, for 2023. Um, and it'll be interesting to see because uh, I don't have a ton of experience with that. Um, but knowing the demands these kids are under with school, with their sport, with life, all the, you know, social media and everything now, it's been interesting to see kind of their, all right, where's their resting heart rates at for someone you think would be fit. It's like, whoa, these are kind of high. These seem... They seem high. Uh, and so it's like uh, there might be a lot more in the stress reduction aspect we need to focus on, right? So that that's kind of what's got me thinking about that lately. I think that that's always a fun little thing to look at too, right? Especially when you get to look at it for free. Um, but just how you know, like the crazy straight statement is right. Different strokes for different folks. There's some things that are going to bother you that aren't going to bother me. There are times of the year that are going to bother you and aren't going to bother me. And we're going to be able to handle things so differently. But I also think that it's great too, right. That you're sitting here talking about, um, that you're sitting here talking about not just readiness and trainability, but also finding ways to encourage them to possibly be able to do things when they might not be quite at their best. Well, so the kind of the, the thought I've been having a lot, because yeah, we talk about load monitoring and you know, talking with some of my other assistants with some of their sports and you know, fitting into the culture of their sport. Um, like ultimately the work, the work is the work you have to, <laughs> You have to do it. And I come from a background of, you know, feed the cats and uh, let, do less, but better. It's kind of been a huge influence for me uh, coming from Chicago before here. But ultimately, like, that's what I've been thinking about reflecting on the, the basketball season um, and what we kind of need moving forward is like, we need to make sure I was talking with our athletic trainer yesterday is like, make sure we're preparing them for the preparation if that makes sense so like yeah we we might train from the optimal this is what the game takes but are we preparing them to do better work to prepare for the game um and that's you know talking with you a lot has been a huge influence on that as well and so 
Um, that's kind of where my mind's at is like, we need to level up in every area and making sure there's nothing they can't do if they need or want to do it. Are we preparing them to prepare better for the game? Uh, I love that. And I'm going to need to have a, a change jar in here to keep throwing nickels in for every time I'm stealing one of your trademark phrases here and going to use it in our meetings coming up. But I think this, this is hard because we need to be able to communicate it. We need to be able to track it and we need to be able to uh, make alterations to it kind of on the fly to ensure that we are moving forward. So when we're looking at that, what are you looking at? How are you building this out? And then what are your kind of key points that you're passing on to not just the players, but sports med and the coaches so that everybody's kind of bought into where you're going? Yeah, well, for all of my sayings are borrowed probably from somewhere from the manuals or <laughs> something, the stuff I read and listen to, right? But um, in terms of the, the monitoring, we we're as simple as pen and paper session RPE. And then I've got a dashboard through Google Sheets built out. So it's just duration times the scale of one to 10, you know, what was the intensity of the session? Um, and that, that had been started kind of in some form before I got there. Um, and then we continued it and, and it, it's, it's very rough, but it does give us a nice sense of like that global load. And we can kind of see, I like to zoom out and see the patterns um, one of the things we realized and kind of reflecting and planning for this summer and, and the next phases of the offseason is individual workouts can be as hard, hard as a team practice or more reps or more, you know, more jumping um, in, in many ways, especially for the bigs. Um, and so trying to making sure we're, we're doing what they're going to do on the court before they do it. Um, the kind of that phase before, I think I heard Mike Robertson talk about that. And I was like, that's a really good, good aspect. So if they're going to be doing individuals in June, May, or, you know, April needs to have those underlying aspects, uh, change direction work and preparing their tissues for what's to come. And then when they're doing individuals, I probably need to be doing more reactive agility, um, for example. And then when they're, when they're playing, live five on five i don't need to do that i can fill those other buckets but um getting back to your question in terms of the monitoring i i we do like to integrate a lot of that testing as training training is testing so timing gates jump mats a little bit vbt um but it's got to fit for the the logistics too it's got to fit for what you're trying to accomplish so we'll in the off season we pretty much measured something every day um at the least it's in driving intent um that's been a huge thing for us is just after last season i was like i don't these guys don't show the competitive edge so that was a huge focus for us was like being able to drive internal and then with each other competitiveness um and i think that that matched well with what the the, the sports staff was trying to accomplish as well um and, and the way they trained which is what you kind of want and hope, hope you have. So, um, so it's just a con common, constant uh, sharing of, of those things, if good or bad. I think it's fine. If it's not a, not a PR, that's okay too. You're not going to PR every day. 
Um, but now the process for me is kind of refining all those things we measure and trying to find out what are the most important. You can do 10 different jump tests, but it's like, then we never get good at any of them, right? And so that's that's kind of my my next step in this second full off season is trying to refine that and really focus on the big rocks. Yeah, man, I think that that's something that all too often when we look at evaluating the athletes throughout the off season and even throughout the year, especially in basketball, unfortunately, I think that it's, it's turned into more of like a load monitoring situation than it has turned into like, let's get them to compete. Let's get them to push. Let's get them to drive, to be better. Let's get them to, to try to, to push themselves further and to push each other a little more. Um, and I don't know who's, if there's anyone to blame for that, or that's just kind of the ebbs and flows of training, but it's great to hear that like, you know, coach Caputo and the guys are, are bought in with that as well, because it, at times like that's fun for us and cool for us. And it'll give us some really great data. Um, but it also, at times, like, it's not like the fun, cool Instagrammy stuff, right? It's not like, the lifting with the chains or the stuff outside or sand pits or whatever that like the kids like to look at. It's like you're running a three quarter court sprint as fast as you can against the clock go, or you're running like an L cut as fast as you can, or you're jumping as high as you can, like things you would do in training. Albeit some of that can be lifting as well, but like, it's the more valuable, less sexy things that sometimes don't get the love that they need to, even though they're not even like the big rocks, they're the boulders, right? Mm -hmm. To what we do. Well, that's a, like, even across, not just with basketball, with some of our other sports. And we get back to that discussion of trying to create a department or a system is like, whatever our, you know, most, and I came not working directly with men's basketball prior to this and you know everyone talks about oh basketball is, is special and it's like yeah and it's we're also just humans but there are some <laughs> some differences it's just like swimmers are different just like soccer players are different but i would say 80 to 90 percent of that is the same so how can we create that across all departments or all all of our sports what are those big rocks is it you know relative strength standards is it creating leaderboards um especially for us, we have three weight rooms in two different buildings across, you know, three miles apart. Um, so that's a big focus is like, how can we drive that more GW culture? Because uh, everyone comes through the weight room, but not everyone together. And so um, that that's an emphasis for us as a staff is trying to create that uh, across when we're not all, we're not all coaching every session of everyone else's teams right not everyone's doing my program as the director they have autonomy within structure uh to program and and coach as they see fit because that, that was a huge benefit for me uh under my when i was with nick status at uic is like that was a huge huge benefit i got to coach as a paid intern i was at three teams and could basically do whatever i needed to do or wanted to do um, within reason and so i i want to try to give them that same opportunity to develop but then also we're trying to have a common again getting back to that common language and common culture uh of performance uh is is what we're trying to do 
Yeah, man. And like you said, in you know, in your first slide of your interview, you know, the, the terms matter and understanding and being on the same page, not just with communication, but with what people are doing is really vital for the department to grow and staffs to be really in, intertwined and together. And we're finding that with our team builder uh, is really important because it was there before. I'd never used it before uh, we got in here. And it's really nice, but it's like, it takes a lot to get all those. Because if you, let's say we're doing dumbbell incline bench press. If you type out dumbbell or incline dumbbell bench press and dumbbell incline bench press, those count as two different exercises. So the data gets tracked in two different areas. So that's been like a huge project for us is just to try to consolidate that. As a staff, we had an hour meeting discussing how to name our med ball throws. And we were, by the end of that day, we were going crazy, like crying, laughing at like the insanity of it all. Is it a lateral scoop toss, side toss, slam throw? Like, you know, that's where strength conditioning is still a young field. And like, I'm pretty sure you don't go to the dentist and they're arguing over which teeth is what, or, you know, go to the doctor. At least I hope hope they're not um but that's what we're trying to solve i guess yeah man and i think that being on the same page is the next thing when it comes to making sure all of us are working together um i've probably beaten that horse a little bit too much and you know brought that up probably a little too often about how terms matter and people need to understand what what those in front of us have said but that's probably more of a beers on the table talk than a coffee on the table talk this morning, you know, to really get into all that. But hey, before we get you out of here, man, you know, you guys are doing great stuff. You're sharing great content. Where can people keep up with you and what's going on up there at Foggy Bottom? Well, my, uh, I just saw on socials, my Instagram is uh, my name, Eric Guthrie07. Uh, I think the same on Twitter. Our, our sports performance. Uh, is GW Sports Performance. It's on Instagram. I think I think they have a TikTok. We haven't posted yet, but uh, our, our GAs have some ideas there. So I'm not a TikToker, but um, yeah, trying to grow that a little bit, but just really just trying to hammer that out. Um, my email is just my name, Eric Guthrie at GWU.edu. Uh, so anyone feel free to reach out. Um, love connecting with, with more and more people. So I uh, really appreciate the opportunity, Jay. Yeah, man. Absolutely killer, killer conversation. As always, bro, love catching up. Truly grateful for your time and really excited for everything you guys are building up there. It's uh, it's really awesome to be able to, you know, stick my head in every now and then and see how, see how awesome it's been from Mark to Ben to Matt to Ham and now you running it up there and how it's always been such a sensational program and it's always been one that we really strive to, to try to keep up with and that, that you guys keep finding the next step and the next way to be better. It really is sensational what you're doing up there, man. Keep it up. You know, it's, you got a big fan down here. I appreciate it. The feeling is mutual. And it really, that's been a big thing too, is joining the A-10. There's some great, like you said at the beginning, there's great strength coaches. And that's the benefit of traveling with basketball, being able to connect with them all has, has been really nice. Um, I don't think hardly, not a one has not had a good chat or, you know, reach back out. 
Um, so that's been a, a huge thing uh, for us as well. Yeah, bro. I'll, I'll say it again. The most underrated and underappreciated strength and conditioning colleagues in the country or in the Atlantic 10. And yeah, I'm saying that completely biasedly. So you can at me all you want. You ain't going to win that argument with me. We've, we have some of the best in the field now, and we've had some of the best to do it come through. And it's really, it's really a pleasure to show up at center court and to get to wrap with a bunch of people. I mean, shoot, like Brandy was at center court too when we were up at GW. You know, Brandy Walker, who's a sensational strength coach, is just chilling up there in GW right now. You know, it's, it's a lot of good up there, man. A lot of good. And really appreciate you being part of it, bro. Yeah, no, me as well. I feel, feel fortunate every day. Yeah, well, appreciate your time again, brother. And as always, thank you for everything y'all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another awesome guest from the most unappreciated, best strength and conditioning colleague conference in the country. Yep, little teaser for y'all. So you better come back for that. We'll see you then. Rad, bro. That was dope. Thanks, Jay. No, I appreciate it. That was my first podcast. No way. Yeah. Pop.